On dispensers of pets, going out at the cons, Renaissance fests, watch animate chicks with inflatable breasts. You might be a trekkie, eh, sit back and watch as the Uber geek goes and kicks it up a notch. Turn to the letter F in your dictionary and add this word to your vocabulary. Take a look, cause I'm the real McCoy. Damn it, Jim, I'm not a doctor, I'm just the definition of a fanboy, baby. Listen up, fanboys, this is the Fanboy Planet Podcast, and here's your host, freshly back from Comic-Con, Derek McCall! Hello everyone, this is Derek McCall, Derek from Fanboy Planet, and no I'm Derek McCall, and I'd like to party. Excuse me, gentlemen, but this is Derek McCall for real. I know Derek wait, McCaw, wait, wait, and wait, you wait, are wait. no Derek McCaw. Wait, 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 I'm Derek McCaw. None of you are Derek McCaw, you imposters. Derek isn't here. Derek's in L.A. He's in La La Land. He's smoozing. So he sent us, the lackeys, to do the podcast this To week. do the pod- Comic-Con wrap post up. And we should probably send around real introductions... Uh, I am your humble announcer, Lon Comicky Lopez. And hosting tonight is... I'm Stephanie Rodriguez. And hosting tonight is... This is David, who likes to party. And hosting tonight is... My name is Nate, and I like to party. And I'm Rick Bretsnyder, and uh, welcome no, to the No, you're Rico. You build the ramps. You build the ramps. Anyways. So uh, we got a lot to cover. We got tons to cover, because we just got... All of us, right? Just got back from Comic-Con. Everyone at the table. Comic Con? That's what Kevin Smith says it. He That's says Comic Con. He made a big point of saying Comic Con. Comic Con. Um, but uh, yeah, I think we all had an experience. I think we all were <laughs> shot out of a cannon into the mouth of I the beast. I personally grew. How about you, Date? <laughs> I am a better person You're for a better attending Comic Con this year. Let's just go around and go. Let's let's rate on a scale of one to ten. One Comic-Con versus other Comic-Cons. One being not so good, ten being pretty good, of how our <laughs> how our Comic Con experience was. You Let's start, start. You start. You want me to start? You start. My might might not be might not be that high. Um, I would say on a scale of one to ten, I'd s- it was about a six for me. Okay, Stephanie. I had a really good time. I'd say a nine. Nice, mm-hmm. David. Wow. I'm going to break it up into three things really quick. Jeez. Hotel was a 10. <laughs> Nightlife was 9. Uh, the con was an 8. Interesting. Uh, Nate, we just want the con from you. Yeah, I will stick to just the con, and in comparison to the other Comic-Cons I have attended, this one was probably a, an 8.13. Mm, interesting. I'm going with a solid 7. Solid seven. Yeah. Interesting. What was last year's Comic Con for you? Oh, eight and a half. Interesting. Okay, so we have dropped in percentage points then. Uh, let's explain then our our experience. Um, overall, Comic Con, of course, larger than life, crazy things going on inside the convention center, outside the convention center, and now adjoining hotels. And and the gas lamp is totally taken over and. Did, did anybody get a head count? Or not a head count, but I mean, did anybody Number hear numbers? Did they, did, did they announce Attendees numbers? numbers? Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, did they announce Supposedly 125,000. 125,000. Is that the cap they leave it on? or That's pretty much that's what, what they, they sell yeah. the tickets for. Yeah. And they were all in line in front of me. Yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> well, that's because you went to see Twilight. 
Actually, I'll get to that in a second. Uh, yes. This was the con that was not spoiled by Twilight, though. Even though they, they, they did it smart this year, they just put it on first. That was right. definitely their the best thing they did this year. By putting Twilight first? Twilight yeah. first, yeah. Well, I th- well, do you want me to talk about it? Well, let's yeah, let's there? go there because it was the first panel on Thursday, right? Yeah. So we touch Wait, before night? we even go that, yeah, preview night. Uh, any thoughts on preview night? I enjoyed preview night a lot better this year because I did not stand in line at either the Mattel nor the Hasbro booth. Ah, very nice. Which was my whole preview night last year. Gotcha. Good idea. I had a wonderful preview night. My lovely girlfriend and I walked around for about an hour and then went to dinner. Oh, that's great. Uh, you got a preview. Steph? Uh, I liked it. Uh, I had to stand in line for the shirts, though. But What shirts? Thank you for that. The con shirts. Oh, yeah. you mean like the official ones? Yeah, but um, this time I actually had a group of friends to like line up in the other places for me. But I mean, don't they sell those the whole time? Like, why'd you have to go that night? They run out of my size, really. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Good call. David? Uh, it was cool. Free swag, whatever. Did you go crazy and get all the swag that first night? or? Uh, I got a bulk of it because I didn't, you know, I knew I was going to go back to the uh, hotel, so uh, I didn't want to carry around a bag. Oh. 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 Edit. Edit. <laughs> bag of swag. Bag of swag. Uh, did anyone, uh, what, what was everyone's take on the uh, new uh, swag bags with the backpack accessory? Did anyone use those? We have a, Stephanie should cut ring on that. <laughs> They're always too big for me. Right, right. <laughs> but so when I tried wearing it as a backpack, I looked like a flying squirrel. Uh, did it turn yeah. you into a giant sail? Is a that giant sail? Meaning like you're a sailboat, like you could have been blown away. Oh, exactly. I tried that. Yeah. I you probably could have flew with that thing on. That's interesting. Did anyone else use it, or do you, do you use the swag bag? Or uh, no? I bring a backpack. Mm-hmm. The but you know the backpack uh, thing on the bag was awesome. And then they have the uh, poster roll on the side, or not really yeah. roll, it's more of a section. Mm-hmm. It was a good bag, but I... Here's my I'm biggest problem with the backpack accessory. I think it's handy for people, and, you know, it's cool, but they make the... I, I think they just need to size it down maybe a few inches, you know, quarterly feet, or whatever. A couple yeah, feet. I definitely got it hit in the face more often. Yeah. There were so many people wearing those backpacks that as they're trying to get through these narrow little spots... They turn sideways and they still clip you. Yeah, they were just catching everything. You know I, what, though? Worse than the actual Comic-Con bag was the Hasbro bag, which was ridiculously huge. Oh, the giant one. Well, that dude, that's because those people buy massive amounts of toys. Well, I understand that, but people that don't buy massive amounts of toys still got that giant oh, bag. Oh, they, they didn't have little Hasbro bags? Nope. No, they didn't. Wow, that's funny. Yeah, I just I thought the backpack accessory idea was great. But if you're going to put stuff stuff on people's back, it should be more sized for a human's back and not giant wings. So. See, I didn't know if I was going to need it any given day, so I wrapped it up tight and I put it inside my other bag. So yeah, I, I break folded it out. mine up and, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I like the, Dave had uh, got a Spartacus swag bag, and can you pull that out real fast, Dave? Yeah, those were easier. To Nobody can see this, but at home, but it's about, what, maybe a quarter size? It's a size? standard shopping size. Like a grocery store. Like yeah, it's like, you know, a little yeah. bigger than a grocery store, but, but you could have put all your, your swag in that and carry it around mm, the floor. I don't know. There was one day when I had like four DVD collections and some other stuff that but I But that's not swag, have. though. That's, that's shopping. Yeah, I'm talking that's actual swag, swag okay. stuff where you're getting stickers, pins. The only thing that won't work for is posters. Is a poster, right. Yeah, that, that would have been fine for any swagger. But you could still, shopping, you know. if you were a good prepared swagger, like I, like any, any conner or any person that goes to a con these days knows you got to bring rubber bands for your posters, right? Yeah. So, I mean, you, you strap a couple rubber bands, rubber bands over those posters, and it'll go right in the shopping bag. So, huh. 
So it'll be fine. But yeah, so the bag was interesting. Uh, which bag did any ever, did you guys all get? Justice League. I got Justice League. Looked pretty too. awesome. It was all the Big new Bang designs. Theory. Big Bang Theory. Dave, what'd you get? I got Vampire Diaries <laughs> and Justice League. Nate? We had uh, two Fringe bags and an Arkham City bag. Nobody got a Thundercats bag. I heard that was the big I bag. I got to one get. first and I traded it back in. Oh. I didn't want it. That was the hot bag to get this year. Oh, so. well. Yeah. I love the, the... Did you see the pictures that uh, of the girls who had made dresses out of the bags? They um, always do every year, but though. They, but these I mean, are not just like hang it over. These are like pleated with with centerpieces, and it's all pattern cut stuff. Interesting. So like they, they go home preview night and start sewing and stuff? I or? think they were last year's bags for the most part. Uh, okay. But they used it in a, such a way that the patterns on the bags built into the patterns on the dresses. So they were very well thought through. Pictures on fanboyplanet.com. We'll have to check it out. Um, any other? Uh, okay, so that was preview night. Well, preview while we're night, still we can, we on can talk about night, the booths. I would like to talk about uh, badge pickup, right. which this year I don't know if they've done this before, but this year they had the satellite badge pickup, which just happened to be at my hotel. Mm-hmm. They did that last year. Did they do that? Pickup, well, yeah. that this year we're at an outlying hotel, right? Yes, ours was on Hotel Circle, about five miles away. And they have a convention center at that hotel, so they had, you know, extra spot. And we, the line moved the whole time. There weren't a billion people in it. Uh, They had all the stuff there, so, you know, we went through, got our badges, and that was that. It was extremely easy, although press could not get their badge there. Exhibitors couldn't get their badge there, and professionals couldn't get their badges there. Yeah. But, you know, us normies could. Yeah, and we actually went a little early, and uh, we didn't wait in line too long, did we, for badges? Nah. No. I think they've got the badge thing down pretty well. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, let's talk about the floor then. Um, preview night's always hard to gauge floor-wise because preview night's only three hours, six to nine. You mean as far as the crowds are concerned? Meaning, and, and there's no competing panels. You know what I mean? So it's only the floor. I mean, I think yeah. I think they have like a couple shows previewing up in the <coughs> ballrooms. <laughs> but they did have a, a big preview night panel this year. Did no, they? It was, was it? panels, pilots. Was it? Yeah, they, Alcatraz uh, and a couple others are pilots. Same thing they did the year before. Right. So like I said, preview night's kind of really hard to judge because for a second you're walking around going, wow, there's nobody here. This is great. And then just waves of people were piling in. Yeah, so. they had Alcatraz, Person of Interest, Secret Circle, Supernatural, the anime series. Yeah, so they they had st- they tried to do stuff to get people off the floor, but for the most part, you know, people are just people running are around trying yeah. to get everything they can. Yeah, and that was the crazy thing for me always with preview night. It's like there's this mad dash to get all the toys and the, you know the Hasbro and Mattel booths. Well, let's talk about the booths. Okay, so so I was really disappointed in the Walking Dead booth. Really? It was it was just it was. Uh, no, nothing. Let's it. It, it was as good as last year. It was the guy. It was the guy up on the. It was Michael Rooker. Michael Rooker chained a, a statue of him. Oh, like no. chained okay. to the pipe, like and you could get chained to the pipe too, and have pictures taken. Wait, yeah. did you go last year's Walking Dead booth? Yeah. Then you found that better than this. Or? My, I, I was still disappointed last year as well. I was really hoping that they do something a little bit more. I wanted, to, you know, they, they're they had more information and more stuff. On the in the in the uh, panel. Well, did you go by the first day or did you go by later? Because later they started showing the uh, four-minute trailer for season two. Yeah, they showed that oh. during the panel, and then I guess they showed it after that in the yeah. booth. Yeah. Here's my biggest issue with it: was uh, they kept showing little things on the screen that kept going, "Where's Merle?" Like that's going to be the focus of season two. Like yeah. we got to find out what happened to him, and it's like. It was a Walking Dead fan, and 
having Merle just be created for the TV show. I like Michael Ricker, Rooker as much as the next guy, yeah. but it was like, really? We're going to make it a where's... Uh, where's Waldo? Well, yeah, like a where's Waldo, where's Waldo. What, no one, remember when Burger King did that? There was, the, there was some Rooker. no. There was some guy. <laughs> <laughs> there was some like there was a national campaign. I was like, find this guy and you could win a million dollars. Yeah. Should we talk about Walking Dead when we get to the panel? That's yeah, yeah. Sure, well, sure. We'll sure. get there later. But uh, other booths, that Marvel booth. Marvel booth was you know Marvel's pretty much staked the same land you they really, had as last year. If you look year. at the Marvel booth and the DC booth, it really says a lot about the two different companies. Because the Marvel booth was all about the stage. It's yep. all, it was like you there was more stage room than there was room for their customers. This is true. And you, you basically you kind of squeezed in there and watched these guys lackadaisically produce whatever the next thing was. And they weren't like even talking to the audience and they'd just kind of do something. You waited you waited for and Stephanie waited there for like two hours. No, just an hour. Yeah, but, but like a lot of the, like the what do you call the booth models or yeah the shield agents were just standing around yeah staring just, at people yeah, like well we're getting there paid to do this why why are you here yeah but if you go in the DC booth it was open you could go up and talk to to people they had a little booth little stage that everyone could go around in a half circle and there was like so four different close. points of entry too yeah. you could enter from all sides just, just a, a really welcoming and a lot of variety in the booth they had video games they had videos of the upcoming presentations and they had four different spots where you could pick up swag yeah they had comic giveaways but then every time you tried to walk up there was a line it's like yeah. hey you can't you gotta wait in line to get these free comics so i thought that was kind and of they had the poker chips i did not get the poker oh, chips. oh the poker did chips you did you get the poker chip on the last day huh did you get a poker chip on sunday they weren't giving it out i got one oh, on sunday were on what sunday? color yeah it's a 50 is it black Black no, the black was the hundred. That one you uh, can only get if you. They had okay, so they had poker chips. Wait, what, what color was the, the Sunday? Uh, I think it was dark blue. Oh no, you gave that to me. Uh, I only got one on Sunday. Really? Yeah. I, the, um, so anyway, the to explain what we're talking about, the Flashpoint series has features the Wayne uh, casinos in Gotham, and so the one of the giveaways at the every day at the uh, DC booth, they were giving out a different denomination Wayne Casino poker chip, solid, beautiful old poker chips in five. Uh, let's see, it was, it like was clay one, chips or something. One, five, ten, twenty-five, fifty, and then the black one hundred chip you could only get at panels if you if you asked. A question they thought was particularly cool, or if you were dressed up, or you did something that would impress mm-hmm. the people at the booth. So they're really hard to get a hold of. I've seen. Or you could bring Bob Wayne to diet Dr. Pepper. Yeah, or throw it <laughs> at him, right? <laughs> that's right, that's right. <laughs> but only if he day. wanted it. Only if he wanted it. Um, so those were those were awesome. That was like one of my favorite uh, uh, giveaways this year. What else did we see on the floor that we liked? The Avengers t shirt. That was kind of cool, yeah. yeah. That was a nice shirt, yeah. I liked the Captain America outfit. The, the one that was standing in the booth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the, yeah. Back to the Avengers uh, thing. I mean, they did basically have, and we said it was more of a stage, but essentially it was set up to be like the Shield headquarters, helicarrier. Yeah, and it had a big bridge. Avengers sign, and you know, it was set up the, kind of the same way. Kind of a weird little uh, catwalk in the front with the. Sh- with, yeah, know, I guess that was, was kind dumb. of the helm. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I don't know. So they never were, used it right. It yeah, I don't know what they were playing. Agent uh, Coulson signed there. Agent Coulson was. Uh, was he the only star Joe. that no, came Evan, out? Evan signed there too. Oh, Josh did he? Okay. I saw pictures. Josh. The cast of Castle was there. Oh. Are they in the Avengers? No, there's going to be a Castle comic book. 
Oh, okay, interesting. But uh, the one thing, so what Dave was saying, you like the what the Captain America, the new outfit. Yeah, it looked like for Avengers, Cap is going to have a a more streamlined comic book suit instead of the military army one he had in the movie. So, and that was what they had on display at the uh, at their, I guess the like their glass cube or something. So. I wish they could have gotten some glass that wasn't quite so reflective. Yeah, so you could take. Well, you know, you just got to take it at an angle or something. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, okay. So the Avengers uh, panel or booth? Any I like other? the uh, stars, the Ludus from Spartacus. Oh, that was cool. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of nice. If you're a fan of Spartacus, they had a basically a recreate recreation of the Ludus. Uh, and what were they showing in the the caged? Uh, um, well, inside, underneath the Ludus, they actually had this uh, uh, screen set up to show they post converted uh, a battle scene in the uh, DVD Blu-ray release of the new Spartacus. In three <coughs> so they were sh- showing that to the fans, which is really cool. Yeah, that was pretty. And then I think on Saturday they actually had two models, like you know, uh, a bar, or like a, a gladiator and like a slave girl that oh, you could go yeah. take pictures with or something. So that was kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, the other big thing was the uh, Sony, the Ghost Rider, and the uh, Men in Black Three. Yeah, they had a couple yeah. motorcycles the there. there, and the Conan. Uh, Booth. They were doing a lot with girls. Oh uh, uh, yeah, the, the Conan kind of slave I didn't really girls. See anything other than the girls. No, they, they were giving away a lot of posters. Mm-hmm. There were a couple, uh, a lot of pictures. They had those uh, those uh, photos, poster sized screens that were running through pictures on the sides of the walls. They had a couple DeLoreans from Back to the Future were yeah. there. Is like Back to the Future had getting a good push or something now or something? Well, or? one of them, one of them was kind of an anniversary, right? This one of them was a, a charity thing where if you went and you got your picture taken, you paid money, and that was that was for charity. Ah, okay. And I ran into one of the guys from the uh, the Hollywood uh, uh, Treasures show. I can't oh, remember that, okay. okay the tall, curly-haired guy. I can't I remember his name him. now. I did see him. Yeah, and I was talking to him a little bit about it. But they had the they had that that one was uh, I think that one was the one that was set up from Back to the Future Three. Yeah, there was. And an they old had the one, one from Back to the Future Two, um, up by the Warner Brothers booth. Yeah, I think so. On Sunday. So that I got, one was there on Saturday too. I think so. I got pictures of both of those again up on Fanboy Planet. Okay. Yeah. Steph, any uh, booths that stuck out stuck out for you? Um, I don't know. The Warner Brothers booth was kind of cool to look at. Warner Brothers there. booth though didn't really have anything, did it? No. It had the Tweety car for a little while. Yeah, the Tweety car. I, like, I appreciated the fire effects. That, that was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, at the top they did have like fire. It was looked it, like it was. Flaming. They had advertised yeah. they were going to do that too. Yeah, and it was a it was a mist that was coming oh, yeah, up with yeah, lights going through effects. it. The uh, Saints Row booth was kind of cool. I didn't Did get you go, to go and see it? I didn't get to go in. I went in. What was in there? Just video so, game footage? So the booth is set up to look like at a nightclub. Mm-hmm. And you go inside, and they've got all these low low nightclub-like seats, and then you watch like a 10-minute video on Saints Row 3, is it? The, the one that that's coming cat? out. Yeah, with the crazy, the crazy professor's cat. Um, that has anybody played that game before? No, I haven't played any of the previous versions. This one looks kind of fun. It's like this incredible sandbox of craziness that you can do. Like what kind of game is it? A fighting? It's game kind of like if you took all the seriousness out of any of the 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 ones where you run around and kill people in a city, Grand and instead just yeah, like Grand Theft Auto, and just made it in, in, insane. So at one time, you you drive up and there's a vacant lot, and there's a VTOL parked in the vacant lot. You can run up and grab the VTOL and go up. Into the into the city and start blowing things up from the VTOL. I mean, it's just all right. 
Well, you know what? That company did a good job of uh, marketing themselves because everywhere I turned around at the Comic-Con, I saw that stupid cat. Yeah. Everywhere. Mm. Outside yeah. on the street, in the con, walking in the bathroom. Uh, <laughs> he was everywhere. Yeah. But, there's a cat. Uh, but when you leave the booth, there's a pimp out, outside handing out the swag from the booth. <laughs> nice. Big, uh, huge shoes. I saw him, yeah. yeah. Speaking of huge, did you guys see the Adventure Time uh, giant uh, inflatable? inflatable? That was like uh, yeah, it's by Nickelodeon or something like that, Nickelodeon booth. Yeah, that was pretty big. Yeah. Uh, did anyone go through the Star Wars Blu-ray booth? No. I walked by it. I didn't want to go inside and say, yeah. I'm going to buy the Blu-ray, so I figured... What, I was just curious what they it? were showing in... They were watching deleted, showing deleted scenes. They were showing some of, the, some of the deleted scenes for their being added for the Blu-ray release. Gotcha. So I figured, yeah, I'm going to buy it anyway, so... Yeah, Same here. Yeah, because they had the like, an R2, like an actual R2-D2 and C-3PO like statues or whatever out front and then they had like a rebel pilot guy dressed up and then like another like rebel general yeah kind of you know just costume people or whatever so i thought that was kind of cool they did Um, have demos of the connect star wars the one where you're lightsaber battling with the motion sensor input thing interesting that one looked kind of fun um and then they had the other there was a a uh, there's a new dance um connect that was next to the G4 booth. And the one that Just, dance. Just yeah. dance. Yeah, that was fun. They were showing the thing where the rabbits pop up out of the out of the floor, and you you have to stomp on them to. Ah, that's kind of cool. Well, speaking of like uh, game, the for this is the first time I've noticed they've done this. Is Nintendo rented out a whole um, uh, like conference room at the Marriott, at the Marriott and yeah. set oh, yeah. up a whole Nintendo gaming section, which had. And I walked in there on on the last day to get a free T-shirt. And they had all the DSs set up. They had uh, dancing games for the Wii, and then they had uh, bean bags and you know, kind of chill, ref- relaxing places to hang out. And yeah. it was actually really kind of cool. Where was it? Was that next to the regular gaming stuff, or is that uh, another? No, floor? it was uh, on the way to the uh, fulfillment room. So yeah. Oh, really? That yeah. sounds hot. We walked by there on the <laughs> okay. last day. Isn't it crazy though that there's so many, so many things that you don't even know? We're there until afterwards, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. a whole it's Nintendo like a room? secret menu in and out. Well, they had a Nintendo booth on the floor. It was small, had, though. Yeah, where if you, get to, if you went up and played the 3DS, like the Legend of Zelda, they gave you, like, a, a free T-shirt that you could only pick up at that Nintendo mm. yeah. room at the Marriott. So it's insane, it's yeah. It's just so big. But uh, Should we move on to panels? And I stuff? guess we can start covering panels. Everybody's any other things on the floor? I think things will pop up. Did everybody take call. a picture in the... Um, Star Wars chair? The Emperor's, the Emperor's chair. Oh, the Emperor's chair. And then they cool. also had the uh, toy, you know, back uh, cardboard, and you could get inside the plastic... Oh yeah, they've done that for a few years. Yeah, that was. Yeah. Did, did, Hasbro had it for the Avengers <coughs> one too. So the action, don't make understand yourself an action figure. that you're supposed to be an action figure, not trapped a in person a box. trying to get out of a box. <laughs> a lot of people did that. I'm not trapped a distressed in a box. mime. Oh, the other cool thing that I saw on the floor, which I didn't, you know, was new, was the uh, mech from Sucker Punch. Yeah, the bunny, the bunny jumper yeah, thing. I, yeah, it's like I was totally loving that. But here's the last thing I want to do on the floor is like, okay, back to your thing about the guys. You know, those, it's a cool giant, you know, Star Wars card, and you can get in the plastic and look like you're an action figure. The only problem is the thing's so huge yeah. that in order to get an entire, you know, a picture, you'd have to stand at least eight feet, ten feet back. And nobody wants to get out of your way. And there's no way you're going to do that on the floor in Comic Con. There was, I tried to take so many pictures. 
like where I just I needed room yeah. and there was just no room on the floor. It was complete madhouse. Like me and Billy on Saturday timed ourselves. We started on one side and we said, "All right, our goal is to make it to the other side and see every single thing down the line." Yeah. And it took us 3 hours to get yeah. to the other side. Oh, you're rushing then. And we still missed like maybe, you know, 5 or 10% of like booths. So, Cuz towards the end we were just like, "Let's just keep going. Let's just keep going. Let's just push through cuz it yeah, it was so ridiculous. What and about then, a, what about exclusives? Uh, what, what did you pick up? I, you know um, what? I didn't even bother. You didn't bother anything. Didn't even bother. You didn't even go for the uh, Transformers or. You know what? Yeah. I didn't realize they were doing a they do, were doing like a GI Joe exclusive Zartan sister figure. Yeah. I would have liked to pick that up, but uh, I didn't realize they were doing it until they were sold out. Yeah. Because uh. I just didn't. Cause I just was like, I ain't going for the madness. Did you get anything, Dave? No. No, Nate? I don't buy toys, but I wish I did. I got the um, Walking Dead issue and the Ultimate Fallout issue that had a different background. The Walking Dead issue had like a photo of a zombie from the TV show. I went to the Hasbro toy shop and got the Spider-Man Mighty Mugs that had the uh, removable mask. They have a mini Mighty Mugs Avengers set. Oh, that looks cool. Tiffany got uh, My Little Pony. That was a cute... Um, little black one with the, the purple yeah. lines on it, yeah. And then I got from the Dark Horse booth the uh, Spider-Man statue that's half Spider-Man. You half bought Peter that Parker. one? I, I did. was so tempted. And yeah. then I got... Um, did they have a Blackest Night My Little Pony figure? That's one. That oh, okay. Got, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And then I picked up the Professor Zoom from uh, DC Direct. That one actually looked like a pretty good deal. Did You ha- You didn't have to get like tickets or anything for that, did you? You did have to get tickets, but this was the thing. So you have to stand in line for all this stuff. However, on Saturday... I heard that uh, David Lopan was going to be signing from Big Trouble in China, James Hong. Mm. So I went up to where he was going to be signing. He wasn't starting until 2 or 2.30. I looked over, and there were no lines for the Hasbro ticket mm-hmm. or for the DC wristband. So I walked over there to see if I could get them, and they said, yeah. Mm-hmm. However, downstairs it says you can line up at certain times. Mm-hmm. The people mm-hmm. upstairs didn't pay any attention to that. They just gave me the ticket, nice. and they gave me the wristband, and we walked down and got the toys, and then I went back up to get Because, you know, what's cool. funny is on Saturday when me and Billy were cruising the floor, uh, we, I walked up and I said, hey, can I see that Zoom? And the chick showed it to me, and I was like, oh, this is cool. And this is for sale? And she's like, yeah. Well, where can I buy it? She's like, oh, that guy right around the corner with the, the cash register. So if I'd wanted it, I could have just walked over. Huh. Well, it wasn't expensive either. No, no it was twenty bucks. Yeah. But I just don't like those DC Direct figures. And I just was like, meh. I went to the Mattel booth and bought the Back to the Future car, oh, yeah. the, oh, the cool. Mattel Hot Wheel. There was it's like packaged inside of a trunk that looks like it's got the nuclear symbols on the side. You open it up and it's in a display case of the vehicle with fire coming off the back wheels and there's a cl- the clock tower getting hit by lightning in the background oh, cool. and the car is just insanely detailed is it a normal size hot wheel it's or a, a normal bigger? size hot maybe wow. maybe just a little bigger but uh it's definitely a hot wheels car it's screwed into the base but you could take it out if you wanted did to. did you end up getting the uh, death star thing no i did not because that thing it looks so much better in the pictures yeah it was 140 bucks and you look at the way that cardboard was folded and and basically taped together, and it just looked really, really cheap close up. Mm. I was not going to spend the money, but I did buy the Doctor Who t shirt with the bow tie and his shirt. And oh, that, cool. Because bow ties are cool. Yeah, the only, <laughs> the only thing I, re- the only extravagant thing I really dropped any money on was Fox, but yeah. that was about it. What'd you buy? Oh, no, no, it's, it's okay. We'll move on. Okay. But, anyways, um, 
I'm, it was no, there's, some, there's something wrong with you. Okay. Yeah. Her name was Fox. But panels. anyways, um, yeah, let's go to the panels. <laughs> we all took our time and went away from the madness on the floor and got to sneak into a little pa- Actually, no, we all had to wait in long-ass lines, right? Not everyone. Oh, that's well. Some were waiting in line, but Stephanie waited in more lines than I did. But I did wait in one line for. But before for we go into the, the, that, does anybody remember a time? And maybe with WonderCon, you have a little bit of it, but where you could just be like, "I'm kind of done with the floor. Let's just go walk into a panel and sit down and listen." Like, I do remember a time. Does that happen at Comic Con anymore? Not anymore. Okay, so everything at you least want, not a good panel. Yeah, yeah you can go to a panel, but. It's like how to pitch your anime cartoon or something like that. You can go sit into that one, but yeah. most of the stuff were just lines out the door, and well, you had to plan ahead. And so, speaking of the lines out the door for the Twilight, uh, it's probably been reported before the con started that people were actually camped out overnight for like three the days. Yeah. Right? Started many? Monday, right? How many? Uh, yeah, it was. So it was like a few hundred fanatic fans, right? Which, by the way, I have no problem with because I camped out for a Star Wars film. So this is to actually see the real people, so kudos to them. But the thing is, since it kind of probably scared off a lot of people uh, from even going to the line, so when I got up maybe an hour before the panel started, I just was waited 20 minutes and I got into Twilight. So wow, lucky you. Well, maybe not 20 minutes. I'll take that back. Maybe like 40 minutes. But still, it was less than an hour and I got in. But didn't you have a plant in line, though, or no? Uh, I did, but that person uh, showed up late, too. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I ended up being the first person that got there. But it actually worked out because a lot of people were like... So tell us about Twilight. Uh, Twilight is Twilight. It was cool, I guess, if you like that sort of <laughs> did stuff. Did you stay past that for the next panel or something? No, I left that soon. You as just as stayed over. for pl- Twilight. Well, I went to take photos. I didn't. Uh, plus, actually, they, the the con uh, planned it perfectly because they put on a, a follow up panel after that for like some really lame animation films that no one really cared about. So, right. the movie that me and my company were producing and yeah. putting out. It's oh. actually called Lane Productions. Great. Um, Thanks. Anyways, they uh, so pretty much everyone bailed after Twilight, and so did I. But I just stood there and just took photos. I didn't even really, you know, I mean, they were showing footage. So what was the big reveal? What what can we expect I mean, from Breaking Dawn? Taylor Lautner uh, took off his shirt. Did he really? Yes, no. Um, oh. You know, they, they actually, you know, the, the three main principles. Was he wearing jorts? Yes. Oh, okay. He transformed it to a wolf. Right. Uh, no, I mean, they were showing scenes of the honeymoon and they were about to do it. And Ooh. So that was interesting. I might actually watch a Twilight movie now. But the, what was cool for me was that they brought out, like, you know, several of the actresses from the film, like Ashley Green and the mom and the uh, wolf girl. I can't remember her name. <coughs> but they brought out Good reporting. Good yeah. reporting. Well, I mean, they brought them out, so it was kind of <laughs> something, something for me. Wolf girl see. and the mom and the chick was there, and then the dude came out. And the and guy the that takes his shirt off, and, and the, the one that doesn't comb his hair, and the, and the girl that doesn't comb her oh, hair. The crying the old guy. guy and the and the redhead. So the, the one, one last note. I mean, Nate just brought that up. The guy with the hair... Uh, you know, Robert Pattinson, he actually shaved half his head off, uh, hair off. So it was, I don't know for what, it was it's like... covering a cigarette it burn. Was, it was really weird. He like <laughs> He's trying to get the hair. role of Two-Face in Dark Knight Rises. Uh, nice. Yeah, I'm sure it's for another role or, or he was just, you know, head lice. Yeah, head lice. <laughs> Only no, that's the half of the head, role. head lice. Or he lost a bet. To okay, Christmas what's the Stewart. next panel? <laughs> well, okay, that was on Thursday. Anybody got any other Thursday? Pa- I mean, we could just go down this. Let's list. just go down that list. All right, let's uh, let's go next to okay. We saw Breaking Dawn. Just go in order. 
You want to go in order? Just why don't you start at the top the of that piece of cardboard? Wait, okay. why don't you cover the comic stuff first, the, the big DC stuff, right? Okay. No, let's just go down the list. Right, we're going to go down the list. I'm going to go Pick fast. This is going to be hard. Me and Billy uh, snuck into the community panel. Woohoo! Um, we straight up did a Three Stooges uh, and used our press badges. And nice. kind of we did a whole press, press, pull, and then we got through. Um so, yeah, we were totally hiding out from the man on this one. Um, panel was cool. Uh, everybody here like Community? Everybody Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it was fantastic. They had a nice little musical intro. Dude, everybody was there. Everybody except Starburns was Chevy pretty much Chase? there. Chevy was there. Joel was there. Was Ken Jong. Even the monkey, Annie's boobs, was there. Except for Annie. Annie was not there. You're right. Annie was uh, unavailable. I forget why. But... Uh, it was hilarious panel. Everybody was really cool. Chevy Chase seems like he's a real a-hole, but I think that's just the way he's playing. Um, Always has been. They added... The big news was that they added... Uh, God, I forget his the name. Jim. No, no, no. Jim... Uh, the, the guy who plays the principal or the dean. Oh, he, you mean he, as a, a full-time? He's added as a regular cast member now instead of, I guess, a featured cast member. <laughs> and then the other news, but it wasn't really news. They had reported that they're adding... Uh, Michael something from Chickles. The Wire. No. Um, Rooker. He will be coming on as a biology teacher in the fall. And the other big announcement they, they kind of uh, leaked out was that they do plan on having the characters graduate. So after four years, they are going to, you know, well, change was, the name to state was, school? I don't know. Well, didn't they just mention it was Joe McHale that was going to get his degree? Well, yeah, they were just going to follow the character arcs, but I mean... Yeah, because really if there's a show that really needs a, a slice of reality in it, it's community. Like, right, right. No one would believe it if eight years later they were still in that. Actually, that would be reality. Uh, <laughs> I guess so. And they also were uh, hyping the sale of season two DVD and uh, to commiserate, commemorate, commemorate. that... Uh, they Depends gave, on your opinion. They gave everyone a slipcase uh, for the DVD or Blu-ray that featured ev- the characters' likenesses from the Christmas uh, episode. Mm. So they're all claymation version- versions of the uh, thing. So that was a community panel. After that... Can I add something really quick to that? Yes. Uh, you night- weren't at that panel. No, but the night before, Billy oh. and I went to see Donald Glover perform. We're going to get there later. That's on oh, the list. Oh, can I add something to the community panel? Yes. Never mind, he's not a community. Okay. Uh, the next panel I saw, and I think Dave saw, was the Knights of Bad Astem. Did anybody else see that? No. I wanted to. Uh, Dave, you want to break it down, tell it what it's all about? Uh, well, basically, it's a movie about LARPing. Uh, and Whoa, LARPing. what is that, Dave? Uh, Live-action role-playing. There you go. Um, oh, okay. So, basically, it's uh, if anyone's seen the movie Role Models, take that last uh, 10, 20 minutes of Role Models. And amp it up. And amp it up into a full movie mixed with a little Evil Dead, and that's what you Yeah, get. it looks way Evil dead Yeah, so that's But what not as good, though. And, and here's the thing, and it stars uh, Jason Stackhouse. What's his name? Ryan Quantine or yeah, something? Yeah. Um, Ryan Quantine. It's like from New Zealand or Australia. Yeah, right. Or uh, he's a Kiwi. Yeah. Peter Dinklage uh, Peter for Dinklage, the win. Steve Zahn, yep. uh, Summer, Summer Glow. And, uh, I mean, Glow. There's a couple other people on it, too. But uh, I'll tell you right now, the footage seemed okay for like some fanboys, but the movie's going to tank overall. I, I, yeah, I you know, I've already seen people on Facebook today, though, passing around the trailer. So I'm wondering if it's going to get a little... Uh, 
Lacult status hype before it oh, comes sure. out. Maybe that. You know, but it's not going to bring in big bucks. No, 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 but I think the thing they have going for them is it probably didn't cost a whole lot to make, and they're probably not spending a whole lot to market. So. And the the one thing that was annoying though, and I I, I admire the director's enthusiasm. They spent a lot of time talking to the director. I forget his name was like Joe something or other. Uh, we'll, yes. we'll look it up. No, it was uh, Joe Johnson. Joe Lynch. Was it Joe Lynch? Yeah, because I thought it said Jane Lynch when I. Ah, uh, okay. That. So he was, you know, you could see he was like a, you know, a former fan because he was just hyping up the whole, oh my god, I can't believe him, Holy H, oh my god. But he he had giddy enthusiasm, but after a while it got really annoying, and you were just like, we get it, dude, you like this film, and you like working with all these people, but yeah, when your act success, like you've been there before, when buddy. Your biggest success before that was Wrong Turn Two or something. Direct a video. Direct a video. Yeah, right. I think you do have a little okay. right to, you know, yeah. pro. So uh, after that, uh, on my list here, I have Dave got to party with a guy named what's it say, Bob Rodriguez. We're jumping all over. We're jumping all over. The we list. are jumping That's all over. Uh, so this. Well, is you said go down the list. Oh, okay. Okay, so this is outside the panel Thursday night. Uh, myself uh, and another friend of ours, uh, Mike Flores. Uh, friend of the show, Mike. Friend Flores. of the show. Just give uh, us a run now. What was the we party? We got chosen to go a party with Robert Rodriguez. They uh, got chosen. Chosen. Um, AMD sponsored it. The limo rolled up and a hand waved them inside. Right. Uh, so essentially, Robert Rodriguez earlier in the day was uh, had a panel for his new production company called Quickdraw. Uh, he's no longer doing the Troublemaker Studios stuff. Tell us why, Dave. Uh, well, he didn't explain this. He, he His explanation was that he wanted to to expand and be able to do... Sure. And what's the real reason, Dave? The real reason is because he divorced his wife who owned half of Troublemaker Studios. Yes. And, and she got the other half. She so. got the other half. So now so. she's the Troublemaker. Yeah. So anyways, anyways uh, he... You know, on his panel, he went over a bunch of stuff, and I'll probably get to that later. Uh, but at the party, he had some of the artwork that he mentions in his panel on display as well as himself. Who was the artist? Do you remember? Uh, it was Frank... Uh, Frazetta? Frazetta. So basically... Party was cool. The food was excellent. Uh, there was a few of us there, and I, our uh, illustrious missing partner here, Derek McCall, accompanied me to that party where he got to see a bunch of his uh, uh, famous comic book people like... Uh, what was that guy? Stan Lee. Grant Morrison. Grant Morrison. Grant Morrison was there. Grant, Grant Morrison. Morrison. Yeah. And so it was uh, a good party. It was a great party. All right, we got to get this show moving. So it was a uh, it was a Rob Rodriguez party uh, featuring Frank Frazetta Works. Uh, he's possibly going to do what a project with him or something or yeah. Um, no, they're they're actually gonna they're gonna they, he started up a museum with the family that's going to be based out of Austin where they're going to have the actual original artwork. But part of the announcement is that um, he's actually going to redo or he's going to make his own version of Fire and Ice. Um, Ooh, with the, with which was the, an animated, which uh, was an movie animated based film based on his works, right? Uh, but he's actually, and it can still be animated, but it's going to be animated like the artwork. I think the like original one was done by Rob Ralph Bashke. Bashke yeah. yeah. So it's actually they showed a few scenes of what they're working on in terms of the translation from the artwork to film, and it looked amazing. Awesome, cool. All right, after that, Dave. Oh wait, we'll go back to this one. We'll go back to this. Uh, the next panel that Dave went to. Was Spartacus. 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 <clears throat> so, as many of you guys know, uh, if you follow Spartacus, that the l- main actor who plays Spartacus, um, um, Andy Whistler. 
Yes, and uh, so he had to bow out, and they had to recast that role, which is kind of difficult to do. So the big question on everyone's mind go- walking in was, can this guy pull it off? Cause I heard a lot of people saying that. Yeah. So, like, um, do you think he can pull it off? I don't know if he can pull it off. He pull it off? I don't know. He I don't know. So he, he's definitely taller, and he kind of has a similar look, but he's, you know, I don't know. The uh, main question is, did he pull it off? Well, the footage can that they showed, pull it off? the footage that did they showed for out? season two, he pulled it out, and awesome. he waved it around in my face. It was interesting. What what was that? His bravado? No, his sword. His sword. Oh, his, his sword. sword. Right. Got it. So uh, there was a lot of action, a lot of... Uh, so they showed clips from the next season? season? Yeah, from the real season two. And it was, uh, you it's know, Lucy Lawless is back. Right. Uh, When's this air? Next year? Or? It does, yeah, it doesn't air until January of 2012. Boo. Uh, it looks great. Uh, it's going to be a lot of... Uh, Hookups between different characters, yeah. a lot of deaths between some of the characters you've known. Aww. and but uh, there's like an open rebellion. We're actually going to get into the Spartacus right. story. So what? What? Yeah. So they actually showed scenes that take them out of the Ludus and out of those little back streets that they yeah. showed in the first season. And they actually show a scene of the mines that they spoke about in the first season. And he goes around and tries to uh, free up some slaves to start the revolt against. So the as a fan, Dave, what was your uh, take? What's your take on the panel? Uh, I loved it. I actually, I was so happy because that was the panel I wanted to attend to, but I got kind of caught in the line for Sony to get into Spider-Man. And I couldn't make it, so this was on a whim. I walked over there, and I just got in, and it was perfect. Cool. I, enjoyed it. I don't know. As a casual viewer, I'm not as into that show as you guys. I watched the whole first season. I watched the second season. The fact that they went and did a prequel in the second season, that spaces out. When I saw this guy, I was like, I can't remember what the old guy looked like, so... It's uh, well. It's, they actually. I think it's fine. Um, so there is some scenes that they had to reshoot uh, for flashback purposes in the upcoming season. Yeah. Um, you know, just to kind. Of, you know, but they try to stay away from doing a whole lot of that. I think they said they did one or two scenes, and um, one of them I, I did see, and it was a, a you know sexual. There's still enough enough character. They use a lot of characters in that show, not just him. And there's a lot of storylines going on. Oh yeah, and um, the prequel that they had uh, aired on Stars, the the main character from there. Gannicus is going to appear, and it's, it's all going to work together perfectly. Yeah. I hope so. All right, uh, let's go to a Rick panel. Which one's that? Rick, you saw Cup of Joe. Oh. Tell yeah. us about Cup of Joe. That was much later. Oh, God, the line was forever, and uh, sat way in the back. Where I was did, it? What? It was in the uh, D- 6 Six. E B D or whatever. BCE? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's a big one. It's a huge one, and I was sitting about three quarters of the way back, and I missed the first thing. They they did start off with uh, the the new Marvel hardbacks that are coming out that they talked about. These are these are not necessarily for the fans, but for people who need an introduction to the character. So they'll tell basically the core stories that you need to know about the Fantastic Four, about Spider Man, about whoever you're gonna want to be want to be reading in the other books so like the fact that these things are hardback too is kind of an interesting thing because you it's it's a it's a high point to entry where you're just giving them a basis so we'll is this see something they're it. hoping to get people at it like uh not at barnes and noble and stuff yeah i think or? so i think it's definitely in that that space and maybe they'll maybe they'll do value pricing on it even though it's a hardback mm. uh the next thing they they showed was uh they had had this promo where it was blank 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 reborn uh, and it was yeah. like Who's this going to be? And it's going to be Cable. Yeah, exactly. So we saw by cable. Jeff Loeb and Ed McGinnis, right? Yeah, we saw Cable. Uh, Maybe he part. can ruin Cable like he did the Red Hulk. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we saw Cable part after the the whole uh, Messiah uh, complex and Hope series. Did he die or something? Or? Yeah. yeah. 
uh, again. Exactly. <laughs> and so, How could a man? He'll the come out of another slice die. of time or something, <laughs> something cheesy. Um, but yeah, they just showed his arm. They showed it was like everything was in shadow except for his arm and, and, this his, is, and his light eye, right? Yeah, it's, it, but it's it's just the same thing. It's like, wow, I wonder what the rest of him looks like. Probably the same as it always has because that looks like just like everything else. I like cable. Um, I like cable too, and I bought all the books. But you know, it's like, oh, you know, it's, it's is he Bucky dead? No, he's cable dead. Mm. Um, let's see what else did they talk? They showed a clip of the uh, Ultimate Spider-Man um, cartoon cartoon series. This That's is a awesome. cartoon series that is it's the first cartoon series produced by Marvel Studios. And what's it going to be airing on? G four Disney XD. Yeah. Disney XD, and okay. it does look really good. And Did it's they, a young Spider Man names doing the voices. Yeah, they too. do. Who um, are the names? Go. I don't remember. But uh, who's the dude big. that plays J. Jonah Jameson in the uh, movies? Because uh, he's doing it. He's uh, I forgot. Yeah, I don't. We don't have to drill down on that. It was it, but I, I agree with Nate. It was it was awesome looking. I mean, there have been a lot of good. Did they I mean, try to copy Mark Bagley's art? No, no, uh, it's all it's all brand new style. It, but it's not like the weird. It's not trying like the to one be that, anime style. It's no, good, it's not anime. It's style good animation. It's not style. the computer animation style that that MTV thing was. I didn't mind that. I like that. I, I actually like that one, but it it didn't feel right in a lot of a lot of cases. Interesting. Um, aside from that, they brought out uh, Agent Coulson. There was a little uh, there was a little skit they played where they were going to tell us a secret, and then Coulson came in and shut him down. Said you can't tell you can't divulge that material, and they they announced that. Colson has uh, the the guy who, who's the guy who plays Colson? Uh, uh, Agent Colson. That's yeah. all we know. Okay, as. so he told the story about how he was a real bit part in the first place. They kept on bringing him back for movie after movie after movie. Uh, it keep kept on increasing the size of the role. And now when they when the movies come out in um, on DVD and Blu-ray, there'll be these little Agent Colson short films in there with them. Ooh. So like little vignettes. Uh, I don't know if they're... It sounds like they're all going to be connected, like one after another. Interesting. Um, and that was pretty much where they ended that. They announced that Coulson was going to be down at the Mar- Marvel booth signing autographs. And everybody and just ran out of there like, Oh my God, it's well, we Coulson! Oh! We all got our, coup- our coupons to go get our Avengers t-shirts, which looked pretty damn awesome. Oh, nice. The, they gave those to the Cup of Joe people. Yep. Huh? Everybody in the audience got to get... It's the, it's the blue shirt with the big Avengers A on it that Oh, that, I thought that was Alvin and the Chipmunks. I know. I know. That's why I'm going to oh, wear mine. Oh, that was Avengers. That was Avengers. Dang. Now, yeah. I, now I really want it. Yep. So that was the Cup of Joe. Awesome. All right. Uh, Nate, let's go to a panel you attended. Let's, okay. Let's stay on the Marvel tip. And talk about Spider-Man and his avenging friends. Spider-Man and his avenging friends. So that was about basically what's going on in Amazing Spider-Man and what's coming up. The comic, right? The, the actual comic book. book, yeah. Okay. The core um, book. They talked about Spider-Island, what's going to be going on there. Everybody, uh, Spider-Island. Spider-Island is what they've been leading up to since... Almost since big time started, they've been doing like. Is it kind of like Godzilla and Monster Island or something? They're all Manhattan. What it is is Manhattan is the island, and everyone go for it. They poison the water supply, and everyone becomes a spider. No. Okay. Everyone does get spider powers. Oh, but the um, including the superheroes, including right. So like the there's a upcoming um, Black Panther where it's got six armed Black Panther swinging through the sky. Uh, but everyone's going to get spider powers, and you know, questions were like, well, since Peter Parker's been Spider-Man for so long, is he going to be way better at being Spider-Man than everybody else? So, stuff like that. They tried to not give away too much. 
Um, in the current storyline, there's like a backup infestation that uh, there's a mysterious villain that's planning all this and going to perform the infection. Mm-hmm. Um, shadowy figure? Yeah, Do we know it's, who it's it been is a shadowy, We may. I'm a little bit behind on Spider-Man right now. Mm. I'm betting it's the clone. It's not Mysterio? The he's mysterious. clone being the jackal? Yeah, one of the clones. Well, I don't know. Okay. And then uh, what's the other thing that they talk? Oh, so then uh, Zeb Wells is going to be writing the Avenging Spider-Man that will be a monthly series uh, where he will play. He will do like team-up stories. Basically, he'll have Spider-Man with the Avengers, Spider-Man with Fantastic Four, or Future Foundation, as they're now called, until at least basically uh, Spider-Man team-up. Exactly. Um, Two in one. Now, in the regular book, does he have the FF white costume, or is he still the regular red and blue? He works for... The FF. He works for the FF, and he also works for this dude who, like, gives him... He's got a lab, and he can build his own stuff, so he's got all different costumes now. But he normally wears the red and blue regular one. But the FF costume can become his regular costume, Exactly. The FF one changes to whatever he wants it to be. Unstable molecules. Exactly. That's a brilliant concept. (laughs) All right, anything else in that panel? Uh, they did talk about, like, the Venom book, and they talked about Zeb Wells' Carnage miniseries, and there's going to be some more Carnage stuff coming up. Uh, they talked about Spider-Girl and Spider-Woman and something else. Uh, I tuned most of that out. All right. I mean, Venom's cool so far. Is he still Mac Gargan or whatever? No, he is Flash Thompson. Oh. And Remember Flash lost legless, his legs. Yeah, legless Flash Thompson gets the use of legs using the Venom uh, suit and he can only wear it for 48 hours or less before it starts to take over. So he's he goes out on these. He's managed by S.H.I.E.L.D., right? Yeah, and he goes out on these missions and he's got 48 hours to complete them or else they're going to blow up the suit and end up killing him. So it's like suicide so venom or something. Well, it's the opposite. So he, it's so the suit won't take him over. Exactly. Interesting. How did Flash Thompson lose his legs in the he war? He went to the Iraq War. What? Yeah. This he's is he's a war Where have you been? Yeah. I have not been watching it. Uh, all right, let's uh, switch it over to the ladies and let's talk about the Glee panel. Who went to see that? Oh, come now. I did. I did. All right. I did. Oh, there you go. <laughs> All right, Steph, what did we miss in the Glee panel? I don't know. I, I didn't think there it was, was as right. fun as I wanted it to be. Like, my favorite part What were part you expecting, them to come out singing and dancing and stuff? Or? No, like, they didn't really talk the, much about the There were only three Gleeks. Yeah. It was, uh, oh, who were they? Tina, Mike, and... Um, Darren Chris. Yeah, Darren Chris. Yeah. was the one who got. Wait, the who are those? Because I don't know well, what oh. names. They started. They started with fi- about 15 minutes of 3D video oh, yeah. footage yeah, that from was the my favorite part concert, of the panel. Oh, okay. starting yeah. with Britney S. Spears um, doing her Britney Spears bit in 3D, and, which was then followed by the uh, the uh, Warblers and Darren singing mm-hmm. to the crowd, and the crowd was just going nuts, of course. That was actually a really good concert footage. So, what? Who were the actual Gleeks or Glee people that were there? Darren and uh, who's Darren? What Darren is you? the leader of the war- Warblers. Yeah, he's he's Chris's Kurt, boyfriend. Yeah, Kurt's boyfriend. I, over Kurt's my boyfriend. head, I have well, no idea. Yeah, well, white kid, black kid. I don't know white. the white kid. Okay. Does it matter for you? I just I'm trying to get the visual. I don't yeah. All I know is there's a white kid, a blonde chick, a black girl, a wheelchair kid, a gay kid, a kid with a mohawk. 
and the, yeah, most of those guys the bitchy there. singer girl. So yeah. that's none of those people were there. Stephanie, none of those people were there. Go ahead, take it back, Steph. Take it back. Take it back. Your 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 report. Oh yeah, I think no. My favorite part of the panel was the footage that they showed yeah. because I didn't think uh, I, I don't remember them talking about much about the second season other well, than like there was the rumor that the Finn and um, Rachel would be graduating and not coming back, but then they just said, "Oh, they're going to be graduating, but they're still going to be on the show even though they graduated." And I was like, "Oh." They hadn't announced who hasn't been, yeah. who is a senior and who is a junior, yeah. until they told. They actually in the panel spilled that Tina yeah. is still junior. That's and she, Tina, Tina's the Asian girl, oh, and she okay. does. She didn't know until yeah, that point that she was on. She was still a junior. Wait, so was she got, there at the panel? Yeah, she was yeah. one so of the three there, and they had Coach, Coach Beast. Yeah, and there, everyone else there were the writers who were actually. Pretty cool to listen to. And director of the concert film. And the director of the concert film. Who, who also does who got one question? Legacy. Who got one question from the audience at the him. end? <laughs> yeah. But the, the other news out of that, if you don't mind, yeah. was that the Cord Orvis Street, uh, the actor is not returning to the show. He decided to not come back. He's the guy who played the bully, right? No, no. he played Sam on the, the show. The blonde, oh! The blonde one? Troutmouth? Yeah. Troutmouth. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And then um, Nate knows what I'm talking about, right? right? And then the you're talking uh, about, huh? yeah, I do. And then my personal favorite was the Glee Project winner, which is a reality show that they're filming is going to be on for seven episodes. But yeah, anyways. did they say what? What they, they didn't did? announce who's, the, the who? No, no, because it, it's still going on. Oh, yeah. oh it is. Yeah. Awesome. So um, all right. So that was. Oh, the and the giveaway at that was a plastic card guitar picks with four guitar yeah. picks in it oh, with the heads of. Cool. Yeah, except, except you could get a real lame card. You could get a really good card because they yeah. had one card that was all the cheerleaders, one card that was all the main people, and the one card that I got was everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> how, how are we doing on time, Rick? Where are we We're at? We're doing fine. We're doing good? All right, let's, yeah. let's do lightning round now. Um, let's go to uh, Tintin, Dave. Uh, Steven Spielberg. Uh, you got one minute. Go. Footage looked interesting. It was way better quality than like something like Polar Express. But I was really there just to hear Steven Spielberg and Peter Jackson speak because it's a one-in-a-lifetime probably opportunity. Did Steven Spielberg speak like this? He did. And all his ch- 17 children came out and danced and sang for us. So And it was good? You liked it? Uh, yeah. Spielberg, Spielberg, he actually song? said that he's going to be working on Jurassic Park 4, and he has a story for a, Jaw- a real Jaws 2, but he doesn't want to tell anyone because he doesn't want doesn't the studio want to, to film it, it without, it, without yeah, him. That's awesome. Gotcha. All right. Uh, good. That was a good lightning round. I like that. All right. Uh, Stephanie, you were the only one who saw the Walking Dead panel. You have I one minute. No, Dave. no, Rick saw it too. Dave. Oh, Rick saw it too? Yeah, I saw it. Okay, yeah. you guys get two minutes then and go. Uh, really good trailer. I think I got goosebumps while watching it. Yeah, that's a great, yeah. great What does the trailer show? It's the scene that uh, it's out on TV now. Yeah, yeah. It's the one where they're, they're driving along. It's like moments after the previous mm-hmm. season ended. The big old van blows a gasket, and it's got steam coming out. You get stuck on a freeway. On a freeway with all these dead cars on it, and they're, like, pilfering the cars. And then Rick is looking down his uh, the scope on his rifle, and he's about to pick off one zombie until he realizes there's two. No, there's about 40. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they're all coming that way, so they all get under the cars and wait for the zombies mm-hmm. to walk by. Mm. That was the yeah. really creepy part. And one thing I liked is that they're not going to start off, like, a month after no, taking the right CDC. After. Yeah, th- there are seconds that overlap. So nice. it's, like, literally seconds after. That's good news. Yeah. And yeah. who all showed up from the cast? 
the older guy from the van. Dale. Um, Dale. Dale. Uh, Dale and... Uh, Glenn? Is that his name? Glenn. The Asian yeah. guy. The Asian guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Lori. I don't know their yeah. actors. I think her name's names. like... There's an actress Lori the and there's a one. character Lori. <laughs> Um, the British one? The British one who plays the lead. Andrew Lincoln. Oh, yeah. okay. I know that one. Yeah, the plays the cop. Was yeah. Shane there? Uh, plays Rick. Yes. Shane was there? Yes, that but no, he shaved his head. What? Yeah, so I didn't recognize that. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, the redneck brother. Merle? Oh, no, the, the other one. The brother with the arrows. The one that has two hands? <laughs> yes. Yeah. yes. Two hands or yeah. one? <laughs> from, he was from what? Boondock Saints, right? That kid? I don't know. Yeah. Was uh, Frank Darabont there? Yes. Oh, you heard the recent news, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's done. Down. Yeah, he stepped down as the showrunner. That was after Comic Con, though. Yeah, right? yeah, he didn't mention anything. It was a few no. days after. Right. Was Darabont there, though? Yeah, he was there. Yeah. I wonder if the, like he got all pissed off at Comic Con. I was just like, you know what? I'm done with you guys. I'm out of here. So. so the latest news that just came in is that Glenn Mazzara is replacing him as front runner or showrunner, and he's worked on shows like uh, uh, Shield. Oh, that's good right, okay. to know. I like the shield. Yeah. All right, cool. Anything else on the uh, Walking Dead panel? Nope. Good. Stephanie. Yeah. Once again, Big Bang Theory panel. You have one minute. <laughs> Big Bang Theory panel. Um, I saw that one, too. Okay, Rick and Stephanie, two yeah. minutes. Go. Go. <laughs> um, it was really cute. Uh, Malcolm, yeah. Mal, uh, Mal, um, what's her name? Balchik. Oh, uh, ma'am. Ma'am Balchik. Yeah, yeah, she is yeah. actually a PhD Blossom. in Mayim neurobiology. Biology. Yeah, so she talked about how she always gets like ticks whenever like one of their techno babble is off because she actually understands. What she has saying. to correct everyone's right. use yeah. of the terminology. Yeah, whereas and stuff. Sheldon or what's his name? Jim Parsons. Jim Parsons doesn't, doesn't right actually next to her. understand uh, the words he's speaking. Yeah. yeah. But they were they had good chemistry uh, in, yeah, r- in real so life. They were was my cute. boy Canal there? Yes, he yes, was. He was. Oh, it was what's very up? Indian. <laughs> that yeah. was the joke that went on. No, they, they, yeah. they had that was a very fun. They started off. Uh, they didn't have somebody come out to announce it and said you hear this this voiceover. Yeah, it was and it's Howard's, Howard's mom. mom. Oh, nice! <laughs> announcing it and doing all these like under, misunderstanding what Comic Con mm-hmm. is all about. And then they had two of the they had uh, people doing her voice. And what's the the blonde girl's name? Oh um, my gosh. The How- Howard's girlfriend. Howard's girl. She did Bernadette. the best one. Yeah. Bernadette, yeah. yeah. She did the best imp- impersonation. Who did? Uh, Howard's girlfriend, Bernadette. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. They didn't show any clips from the next season, just a gag reel. They showed a, they showed a yeah. blooper reel, which was really that pretty was funny. funny. Yeah. yeah. And did they uh, know hints about what to expect from the new season? Um, um, not really. No more romance for uh, Leonard? They, There's they a left, marriage. They left, uh, yeah. they left everything and kind of up in the air at the yeah. end of last season. They said, said they'd resolve a lot of that early. What was up in the air? I forgot. Oh, Relationships. Yeah. <laughs> Who slept with who? Right, yeah. right. Didn't like, you sl- yes. didn't all sleep with Penny or something yes. like that? Did, uh, was Galecki still trying to get into the panel? <laughs> <laughs> was Galecki a big douche or was he okay? He didn't speak much. Okay. Yep. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Well. That answers that question. Did anybody see Entourage on Sunday? No. no. Johnny Galecki has a cameo and he's pretty much playing himself. No. It's great. Oh, man. Anyways, he'll never come on this podcast again. Anyways, all right, good job, team. Uh, let's see, Nate, you went to the Marvel TV panel. I you have did. one minute. Lightning round, go. I got there late, walked in as they started presenting, or in the middle of presenting Ultimate Spider-Man, which we kind of touched on. They showed the preview. They showed some artwork and stuff. It looks awesome. They talked about the actors, and it's like legit actors are doing the voices. Obviously, I don't know any of their names, so that's really helpful for this uh, show mm-hmm. here. And then they showed the whole first episode of Avengers Season 2, which looks awesome still. And I will avoid spoilers and stop talking about it now. 
Okay, so cool. Marvel TV panel, we got a lot to look forward to. Yeah, they. I mean, they talked about the Hulk and all this other the shows that you guys have talked about before on here, and I missed all of it, so I don't know what to tell you. That the cool. Hulk live action. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it wasn't just the cartoon panel; it was every all the TV all stuff. The TV. All right, let's go back to Dave. You saw. Uh, do we already talk about Breaking Dawn? Yes. Yes, we did. Okay. Uh, you saw. Snow White. Yes, you saw Snow White. Snow White and the Huntsman. Uh, Why don't you just talk about the whole Fox panel? I'll give you two minutes. Well, that's not part of the Fox panel. Well, okay, Fox panel then. Prometheus <laughs> and Rise of the Apes. Okay, so no Snow White. All right. Well, uh, you can do Snow White after. Go. Okay, uh, Prometheus is supposedly the prequel to Alien from uh, Ridley Scott. Did they uh, have a trailer? No, because they just barely started shooting footage. So okay. it stars uh, Charlize Theron and Ooh. and uh, the, the original girl with the dragon tattoo. Uh, Naomi, I can't pronounce Reich. that. Reich. Yeah. Uh, um, anyways, they were still on location, so only Charlize Theron showed up in person. They did show some s- scenes that they shot recently, uh, and they did mention that the actual references to the aliens, well, they didn't say the alien, but that it was going to be something was going to be revealed in like the last 15 minutes of the film. Did they talk about the space jockey? There will be robots in this film. Well, the space jockey was the big alien in the no. first movie. So right. they, well, they, they, they didn't want to speak about aliens at all in general. So I think what the my impression is that this film is going to lead us to either the discovery of or the actually creation of these aliens in the last few minutes of the film. Or could just be how they ended up on that planet when the space or, or jockey... Or right. Or well, the, 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 like I said, the discovery yeah. of or the creation of yeah. or whatever it is. So... Pretty much the rest of the film is just going to be about you know a space group of people, whatever. Cool. So, so like the space gang. Space gang, yeah. It looks, it's like ice pirates. What do, okay? What about Rise of the Planet of the Apes? Rise of the Planet of the Apes was, was actually, James Franco there? No, that was disappointing. I was actually really disappointed because uh, none of the main actors were there except for the Gollum, apes. except for Gollum himself. Andy, Andy uh, Circus. Andy Circus was there. And he was really entertaining. They showed a lot of cool footage of how they converted his live-action acting into the animated ape, which actually made it more interesting for me to go watch the film. Um, other than that, you know, you're either going to like it or you're not. So, Are all the apes, like, motion capture? Or are they, uh, they didn't animated. talk about they're all, all animated, the apes. Right? I, think, I think they're all animated for sure, but uh, I think only his performances were really, um, you know, close-up shot up. Right. As long as they're more believable than that gorilla in The Zookeeper. Because that looked ridiculous. <laughs> the gorilla in Zookeeper. terrible. May, he was actually asking questions. No. Uh, yeah, that would be funny if he was in line. Like, uh, Excuse me. How uh, come you didn't hire real apes? Uh, uh, discrimination. So All right, Dave, you have another minute for Snow White and the Boatsman? The Huntsman. Huntsman, you're right. And that's starring uh, Charlize Theron <laughs> the as, the, um, as ah, the evil wicked... Charlize Theron again. Yes, huh? yes. Isn't it funny how I put those two together? You're All right, right, go ahead. Uh, and then Thor, uh, Chris Hensworth as the Huntsman, and uh, Kristen Stewart from Twilight fame as Boo. Snow White. So that's my n- uh, initial reaction my, this as well, which is Kristen Stewart, I don't like her. She's a horrible person. But... <laughs> But <laughs> she's not horrible. She doesn't. She aspires to being horrible. Yeah, well, she's, she's a succeeding. horrible person. So uh, I. So that totally turned me off from this. But kind of personality. To be the horrible. director that they got, first time director who is more known for his video game commercials, most notably the Black Ops Call of Duty commercial with some of the some like Kobe Bryant and uh, uh, the celebrities. Yeah, celebrities, and that was well done. Also a Halo commercial, they sh- which they actually showed all these commercials before the cast came out. 
So you got like a lot of people there for like Kristen Stewart, yet all they're showing is like these violent video game commercials. Nice. And then they showed some footage that the director made, kind of like a proof of uh, of uh, concept, like for a test the film. shoot or something. Yeah. Right. So he laid it out saying that he stole some footage from some other and some music from some other places, just like some general clips. But oh my god, that was the best, uh, the biggest surprise of the whole convention for me was the the footage that was shown. And the director's passion, and I am now for sure going to go see that film. Is it anything like the Red Riding Hood? Snow White? Yeah. Okay. It's one minute. No, so they basically are going to make it kind of like a Lord of the Rings epic film. It's a long minute. A Lord of the Rings Snow White film. I'm yes. there. Yeah. All right, cool. There's a big tower. Looks amazing. <laughs> amazing. All right, Stephanie. Yeah. You're on. Well, you All have right. one minute to discuss the True Blood panel. Oh, True Blood. Uh, they did a lot of, um, most of the questions were... Who is there? Oh, who was there? Uh, uh, Suki, Anna Paquin, Stephen Moyer, who plays Bill, uh, Alex Skarsgård, Eric... Skarsgård! Kristen Bauer, Pam. Yes. He showed up, huh? Uh, uh, Rutina something, who plays Tara. Oh, nice. Uh, so the whole cast, pretty much, Yes, right? Jesus and Lafayette. All the heavy hitters. Good. Uh, uh, quick note. Oh, and Ryan Quantin. Oh, Quentin. nice. Whatever. Quick note on True yes. Blood. We had dinner with Kristen Bauer on... Ooh. Was it Thursday or Friday She's so night? fun. Really? On Thursday night, yeah. Dinner yeah. actually with at your table, or you were in the oh, same no, restaurant? We were at the same restaurant, oh, okay. yes, technically. Okay. Did you order the same thing? I'll have what she's having. I don't know, but the waitress, who apparently wanted to get fired, came over and said, see that lady out there? She's in True Blood. Like, this is at the end of the <laughs> meal. I guess she just wanted to get out of there and was, like, yeah. telling everybody, hey, that she's from True Blood, so... <laughs> Yeah. Nice. Nice. Good times. All right. Go ahead, Steph. you got about 45 seconds. Okay. So uh, most of the questions were, when are Suki and Eric going to get together? And Ooh. The answer is soon, judging from the latest episode. Oh, I didn't yeah. see it yet. Don't oh. tell me. Oh, you should. Uh, let's see. Uh, there's going to be more fairies, unfortunately, even though they killed uh, the fairy godmother. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's his name? Alan Ball was saying that. Oh, okay, yeah, she's dead, but if you read the books, fairies are born in litters, and they're all identical, so that oh same God. metric is... Yeah, there's going to be a lot mean more. there's another Suki? No. Oh, I don't know. Oh. No, Suki's only oh. half fairy, though. Uh, no, oh. not the full. Half a litter. Well, there's yeah, half, half a litter. <laughs> yeah. There's a bunch um, of half Sookies. Mm. Yeah, the baby. The baby, uh, yes, that is going to get creepier. That baby apparently. is already pretty creepy. Yeah, the baby and the doll. Are apparently going to be like all they said was oh it's, it's like just stupid. going to get creeper creepier and creepier. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, witches. Witches. Oh yeah. Uh, the witch storyline. Uh, what's her Fiona Shaw is going to get um more vicious because then the, I think the spirit's going to like they said the spirit's going to take over. want to keep Yeah, there. because like Fiona Shaw, like without the spirit, is kind of like incompetent as a witch. Yeah. So like she's going to be taken over, and the and whole nice. thing about the Spanish massacre. Yeah. Gonna take over. Um, uh, there's gonna be ghosts now, hmm. apparently. Some. I hope they wear sheets and not, you know, down south. Yeah. Those aren't ghosts. Also, something about the brujos. The brujos, yeah, yeah, like Jesus is kind of like with the grandfather and stuff. It's gonna be more of that. They showed some clips of the second half of the season, which is a lot of like flash. Oh, like. Uh, Suki and Eric, lots of flashes between them. Um, even Jessica and um, Jason. Oh, I heard about had that. Some, yeah, I don't know how misleading those clips were going to be. But. Is Jason going to be a weird panther or not? Yes. Yeah. Boo, I he hate will. that storyline. Yeah, there's going right. to be more hotshot. 
Interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for that one, Steph. Um, let's go to Rick. You saw the Batman. Oh, actually, both you and Stephanie saw Batman Year One. I dragged Stephanie off to yeah. Batman Year I was, One. I was kind of like True Blood was at the end of the day. Yeah, <laughs> and so you went and saw the yeah. world premiere. They were yeah. really, really merchandising the hell out of this thing yeah. because he I kept on talking about how it was going to be. It's on on the same day as Arkham Asylum comes out. Yeah, on Arkham City it comes out. This movie comes out. Yeah, okay, and yeah. it's going to be available on the same day for download, for rental, for streaming. Blu-ray. Ray and DVD, everything. They were giving away sunglasses that yeah, said... Yeah, the sunglasses. They were like billboards. You got sunglasses. a pair of those. Yeah, I did. Nice. Yeah. And said, year one. Uh, on the outside, it, it was an advertisement for the movie. Yeah. Uh, movie, if you remember, it's it's Frank Miller's ba- Batman Year One, which is really... It was it followed Dark Knight. It was a departure for Miller um, because the, the the art style is really sparse and it's like clean. anime. It, it, and it. and the the animation style of this is very anime. It's very much Ghost yeah. in the Shell, the same way the way people move, the way they, the facial reactions are. Um, but it wasn't that. It wasn't disturbingly so. It was a really tight movie. You learn just about as much about uh, Commissioner Gordon as you do about Bruce Wayne during this year period where Batman comes back from his training, ready to fi- figure out how he's going to be Batman. And uh, I think it's it's one of the better uh, DC. It's not like the rest of the, the DC movies have been kind of hit and miss for me. This one really feels like they've raised the bar, production value, voice acting, everything. So awesome! All right, it kept uh, Stephanie awake. It did. Very good. I enjoyed it. And while you guys are still on the mic, let's do a twofer. And you guys, or wait, did you both see Doctor Who and Torchwood, no, or was it just Steph? We, we, we both, both saw, saw Torchwood. Torchwood. All right, let's go to Torchwood then. <coughs> John Berman sang. So very flamboyant. Oh, that was... <laughs> He's the, so funny. The, that whole cast has yeah. so much chemistry, it's not even funny. Yeah. So they had they had uh, John the, Berman yeah. and Eve Miles Bill and... Bill Pullman, Bo- Mackay Pfeiffer, and I forgot the actress's name. Uh, the blonde, yeah. yeah she's blonde. The new one. Yeah. Um, but uh, that if uh, people aren't following Torchwood Miracle Day, it's it's a it's a one long story. It sounds like it's going to go like thirteen episodes think, over I the think season. I thought it was ten. They, they at least talked about yeah. ten, but didn't say when they're talking about ten. Okay. It sounded like they were going to be done with it at that point. All right. Um, but even so, that's that's an epic uh, yeah. story. That's like um, a seven hour uh, Torchwood. Uh-huh. Um, the they didn't say too much about what was going on in the um, future. They just said because people had been complaining that it wasn't as intense as Children of Earth. And they were assuring so, everyone that it gets very, yeah, very like intense. Around episode five is when things like finally get they super start, dark. They start realizing yeah. all the really bad things are going mm-hmm. on here. Um, but but getting back to the panel, it was laugh a minute time. I mean, uh, they they kept on uh, Eve kept on flirting with anybody in the audience <laughs> who was uh, call, was me. call me. Yeah. Uh, and at one point, both Eve and John were flirting with a guy in line asking questions. Yeah. Um, so yeah, John Berman just has the funniest face. Yeah, he yeah. he's very elastic. Facial expression. Yeah. yeah. Took about two seconds for uh, the moderator to call Bill Pullman Mr. President. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. So overall, any takeaways for the season or Torch, uh, Torchwood Miracle Day is already a solid show, and it looks like it's just going to get better. Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right, Steph, follow that up with it. Doctor Who. Doctor Who. Uh, I had a really good time. Who was, was there? Who was there? It was Matt Smith and Karen Gillan, and executive the producers Beth Willis, Piers Wagner, and one of the writers Toby Whithouse, who also created Being Human. 
Yeah. And like even right before the panel, uh, people started clapping like the four clap that's supposed to be the t- Time Lord's heartbeat kind of thing, and they were waving their sonic screwdrivers in the air. And it was it was so fun. And they showed uh, right before the panel, they showed uh, previews for the second season or the second half of this year's season. And like a lot of it looks really great too. And uh, let's see, Matt Smith talked about. How like he's he actually was the one who came up with a lot of the costume pieces <coughs> for like the tweed jacket and the bow tie and Beth Willis had said like they hated it beforehand but once he actually like put all his stuff together and he's like oh come come look at this and they're like oh wow it actually works like it worked in like that dorky kind of geek chic kind of way and uh, lots of people asked about whether we're gonna see more of the Doctor's dark side. And um, it turns out that uh, even the actors, like Karen and Matt, they keep secrets like about their characters from each other, so they really don't know what's going to happen in the next season, huh. too. And one interesting thing was that um, Alex Kingston actually knew that she was um, Amy, Amy and Rory's uh, daughter. Really? Yeah, like right, bef- like right oh, at the cool. very beginning, too. Fan. That's a big revelation mm-hmm. right there. Yeah. So well, that was yeah. the revelation last episode. Yeah, and then they showed a, well, for a preview of one of uh, Toby Toby Whitehouse's episodes called "The God Complex," which apparently is going to be about um, some sort of mythological creature invading a hotel with clowns. Oh, that yeah. sounds scary. It did look scary. I hate clowns. Yeah, it's just sitting there. All right, yeah. excellent. Thank you, Steph. Uh, Nate, you went to the Robert Kirkman panel. You have one minute. I went to the Robert Kirkman panel. He talked about what's coming up in The Walking Dead. They'll be at uh, the place they're at now for a while. Um, the little town or whatever. Little, yeah, the little community. It's the uh, first house that they run to, isn't it? The no, it's, they're in a little neighborhood that was uh, kind of blocked. There's a wall. Rick it's basically it's, came to the realization that they need to start standing their ground instead of running. Yeah, yeah, right. exactly. And so they'll be there for a while, and there's going to be stuff going on there. Did he say um, anything about Carl? It, no, he kind of stayed away from it because he didn't want to spoil it for mm. people that hadn't gotten there because he knows people are reading for the trade as well, so okay. that just came out. Um, he talked about Invincible a little bit, said they're going to try to get back on time with that. Uh the Viltrumite War ended up a lot bigger than they thought it was going to be in terms of art and stuff like that, so it ended up getting delayed a bit. But now they're... Uh, You're reading that series? Oh, yeah, absolutely. No. Yeah. Um, he talked about Super Dinosaur, okay. having a lot of fun with that. He talked about The Infinite that he's doing with Rob Liefeld. Uh, he just kind of touched on that. I mean, I don't know what to think. I don't know... Because Rob Liefeld's stuff always comes out super late. I don't know if it's him or if it's whatever writer he's working with. All I know is everything he touches ends up months and months and months behind schedule. Hmm. So, Blame the anchor. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, Any cool fan questions to Kirkman? He always usually gets some doozies. He did have... I mean, they were more goofy ones, like people saying, Oh, can I get you know a picture or stuff like that. Uh-huh. But he, you know, he's kind of like he's similar to Kevin Smith in that he will talk and address people's questions and not kind of blow them off. Hmm. All right. Speaking of Kevin Smith, you actually went and saw his panel as well, right? I sure did. All right, you have one minute. Lightning round, go. Kevin Smith showed a clip from Red State. It was did about they finally get the Blu-ray player? 
Yeah, the, somebody, I don't know if somebody brought them a PS3 or what, but they know. did find a Blu-ray player and they played. So they didn't have the Blu-ray player at the beginning of the, the thing, so he just started Q&A. That went on for maybe f- three or four questions, and then somebody brought the Blu-ray player. They played a few minutes of the movie, which actually looks really good. Um, and they went back to Q&A. It was just normal, you know, Kevin mm-hmm. Smith Q&A, talking mm-hmm. about the Smodcast, talking about being too fat to fly on airplanes, talking about... Doing drugs, swearing, masturbating, etc. So a typical Kevin Smith. Like any of his exactly. books. Exactly. <laughs> you talk about any future mu- movies? Oh, yeah. He did say he's got one more movie, a uh, hockey movie. Hit him hit hard? Him, or hit him hard or something like that. Or just like hit him or hit somebody. It's either hit, hit somebody. That's what yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, he's gonna, it's going to be a hockey movie that's going to shoot it in Detroit. It's going to be about Canadians and hockey and the comedy I'm assuming it's a com- uh, well did it? I think it's going to be uh, similar yeah it should be a com- he said it was kind of like a chasing Amy chasing Amy type of thing uh, yeah. um, it where like. it's going to be the last movie that he's going to direct for the time being and unless at some point in the future he gets part, something does he have a part in it for Jason uh, nobody asked that if he had a, in a if he had a part for Muse he probably would um, somebody did ask if this is your last movie you're directing will you write stuff for other people to direct and he said you know if something hits him that he wants to write he'll write it he's not going to be like I'm not going to do anything ever again but for now he's saying this is the last thing he's going to do mm. uh, he's going to keep doing the Smodcast and all that stuff I believe if you do go subscribe to the Smodcast you can actually hear the whole panel uh, because it is available on the Smodcast no it was funny so you should go listen to go it if check you it out. are a subscriber. All right, good job. Uh, Rick, you yeah. saw the Attack of the Show panel. Oh, yeah. Early, Give us a minute. That was uh, early morning panel. Um, it was kind of crazy. I was sitting in the middle of a whole bunch of middle-aged ladies, which does not feel like the demographic. They were there. <laughs> wow. They were there staying, they were staying there for um, some of the panels that were coming out late in the afternoon. <laughs> but it was like, at one point, uh, you know, it's Attack of the Show, so they're all over the place. They started off, it was Kevin Peralta, at Peralta? Pereira. Pereira. And uh, Candace Bailey, um, they brought up a bunch of contestants. They, they, they pulled people out of the audience by having them having them tweet with the hashtag, I, pooped, I just pooped myself at Comic-Con. <laughs> And so the first three people got to go up there and blend various uh, food items that should not be blended together into a smoothie that then they had to chunk, chug. The whole thing. And then ch- yeah, the, well, as much as I could. And the winner got some T-shirts. Did any of the losers throw up? Uh, no, but uh, Kevin actually went and drank part of one and then recovered for the next <laughs> couple of minutes. Uh, but they uh, basically it was it was a lot of the show. They had Blair Underwood on to talk about comics. Blair Underwood, yeah, yeah. The the Blair black Butler, Sarah, uh, Blair, the Blair Butler, Blair Butler, Blair Butler, and Sarah. Oh, okay, Sarah, and Sarah Underwood, gotcha. right? Yeah, no, they combined the two. It's actually kind of cute. Uh, oh, okay, <laughs> like a minute. So they had uh, Sarah come out as Bustus, her uh, her um, busty superhero oh, uh, love it. character, running around the audience. And she was a Playboy playmate she of was the indeed, year, and she's on the I've show seen her a lot. Naked. And uh, then it ended with this kind of crazy rave. I got video of this that uh, we may post on the on the uh, on the website. Um, everyone had been given light sticks coming in, so you had the whole. This was over in the hilt the uh, the Hilton Indigo Ballroom in the Indigo Ballroom, and the whole Indigo Ballroom. It's just like a bunch of light sticks going up. They have a guy doing video uh, DJing up at the front, 
Kevin's running around. All the little, all the little ladies that are around me. Kevin's doing like sexy dances in their laps and stuff, <laughs> up close and personal. Uh, a good time was had by all. Did anyone? Did they do a Q and A, or did they have time for that? Or they did a little bit of Q and A. Did anyone ask about Olivia Munn? Uh, well, they asked uh, Candace how she felt about coming in after Olivia. Mm-hmm. And the nice thing about Candace is she's not trying to be Olivia. Mm-hmm. She's being herself, and she's cute and funny, and uh, I think that shows nicely balanced. Nice. Yeah. All right, we got a couple more here before we wrap it up. Uh, Nate, you went to the Fringe panel. Give us a minute of Fringe. I personally did not go to Fringe, but what? my girlfriend <laughs> did go to His Fringe and told went. me all about it. His alternate. Does they, she want to chime in and just tell us real fast she what she saw? She absolutely does not. They showed uh, clips, and um, Pacey was missing from them. Oh, excuse me. Joshua Jackson, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Peter. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was missing from them. And so then, they're, you know, it's like, oh, where's Peter? So they said, oh, they had to recast the role of Peter. <laughs> so they showed um, auditions. Auditions. One of J.J. Abrams, one of some chick. I don't know. I wasn't there, so they showed different actors and whatever. The last one was Peter himself auditioning for his own role. Who's and Peter? The old man? Joshua no, Jackson. The, the oh, son. No. The son, yeah. So then he comes out on the stage and joins him there. And uh, from what I've been told, it looks as if, because he was dressed as one of the watchers, it looks like the way the uh, whatever he did to the universes and split them or brought them together, he's off in some place and everybody else is together. And but he's going to be him. like a watcher. Right. Yeah. They don't remember him. And does he remember them or no? And we don't know if he remembers them or not. Oh. And John Noble? Oh, and John Noble was at uh, the Omni Hotel when I walked through there. And he was uh, standing right in front of us. I and got we your back. denied taking a picture with him. I rode an elevator with him last year. Did you take a picture with him? I did. I should have. In the elevator? I just took a picture of him. Was it like the hangover? The you took a picture of him without him knowing? <laughs> no, I or said, can t- I take your picture, okay. Mr. Noble? Okay. Nice. I had to look up his name because I knew, I knew it was Walter, and I was going to say, hey, Walter, can I get a picture? But I'm like, wait a minute. I shouldn't say, hey, Walter, can I get a picture? So right. then I Googled his Why? name. I did the same. I did something like that. He's such a nice guy. Well, Dave, Dave, you have no shame. So. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> All right. And then let's let's end a little bit since we talked with uh, about bumping into celebrities uh let's talk about our brief uh glimpses or uh, uh what's the celebrity encounter brushes, celebrity with greatness. brushes with greatness thank you i was <laughs> trying to think of that so you saw the fringe guy saw him uh i'll i'll end with the one that we both enjoyed together okay i saw that sounds hot. <laughs> i saw fallen angel christopher daniels and wrestler kazarian TNA. two tna wrestlers who are members of fortune chris garcia loves kazarian okay for some reason all right uh got a picture with those guys mm-hmm. saw aziz ansari walking around on the floor when oh, i was at a booth nice saw who, who else did we see saw stan lee because i stood in line to do so after winning a pass to have a meet and greet as it was posed to me with Stan Lee and we were told while we're standing in line waiting that he will sign anything we want and it's going to be like uh, he's actually going to talk to us and interact because it's going to be media and us it's only going to be 20 people and it was going to be awesome so we get up it was at the Hard Rock we get up to the 4th 5th floor whatever it was it's an outdoor pool area a little lounge there were only 20 people 
However, we're standing in line. You know, people in front of me had gone on the floor and bought comics that Stanley wrote. I went and bought a comic that Stanley actually wrote so he could sign it. Um, we're standing there. We get in the line. The line starts moving. And right as I get up there, this lady who's, like, running the whole show says, he's not going to sign that. He'll only show – he'll sign your badge or the new comic he did with uh, Yoshiki and Todd McFarlane, which is Red Dragon Blood or something like that. Oh, awesome. So needless to say, nobody had that comic, and so pretty much everybody got their badge signed, and <laughs> I was Living. more than a little bit upset about that. Oh. Uh, Did you speak to him, though? Yeah, you know, I said, how you doing? I mean, it wasn't, it was not a meet and greet. It was a signing where you get rushed through, right. and you leave, and that was that. There was no media there. There was Who no was Q&A. Who was selling the comics that... that no were, idea where you can get a red yeah. dragon. No, no, no. I mean, there were selling comics there that you obviously could... Oh, no, no, no. I went back onto the floor. Oh, you went on the floor. Yeah, I, I ran okay. back in, because at... What time do we have lunch? Three o'clock or so? No, I won the pass around two or three. I had to be back in line at 4.15, so I ran <coughs> inside and got a whole comic and then came back. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then right. Lon and I... Oh, yes. After lunch, ran into the Old Spice guy, Isaiah Mustafa, and took pictures with him. He was a great guy. He's such a nice man. He was a nice man. I saw Colin Ferguson. Colin Ferguson from... Eureka. Oh, I thought Colin Ferguson was the King's Speech guy, but that's Wait a minute. Else. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same yeah. guy? No, what? this is the one no. that Derek knows because they did improv together. Oh, yeah. uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. One more person I saw was former wrestler from WWE, Batista. What? When we were leaving on Sunday... He was walking in front of us on the way back to his car, dressed in shorts and a t-shirt, wearing a cape, and carrying a lightsaber. And the cape he had on, he had like taken off his neck and kind of tied it around his waist. And I'm walking behind him, I'm going, this guy is huge, he's got a... And I'm kind of walking to the side, and I was like, okay, he looks familiar. He doesn't have the shaved head anymore, he's kind of got a 5 o'clock shadow going on, and he was wearing glasses. So as we get closer to the bridge we're going over... They had little um, tamale stands, and this kid at the tamale stand goes, you're the wrestler Batista, and he walks over and talks to the kid for a second, and I was like, that is Batista, so we walked with Batista back to our shuttle, and he went to his car. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. So he was just there as a fan. He was there as a fan with his girlfriend, who was also dressed up, wearing like a pink wig and a little outfit. I don't know what she was supposed to be. How crazy is that? That's funny. Rick? Besides Colin Ferguson, uh, I the I'm trying to remember the guy's name. He was uh, who's who's the special agent in the last Doctor Who arc, the one we Mark see, Shepherd? the one we see as an old man at the beginning. Mark Shepard. Mark Shepard. He I saw him going up to that uh, that booth that was all the fire on the outside. In fact, I saw this entourage coming up, and I can't remember who the woman was. Yeah. There was and there was the entourage and all security guards. <laughs> They all go by me, and I'm going, that was interesting. And then Shepard comes up, yeah. and he's got nobody around him. <laughs> he's just, like, trailing. Yeah. He wants to stop to look at a book or something. So I, you know, I said, hi. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, awesome. Steph? Um, I saw Zachary Levi try to beat people at Gears of War. Okay, uh, yeah. cool. Um, oh, uh, Derek and I saw um, Felicia Day, Will Wheaton, and we Sean Becker. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. Sean like Becker? At, yeah, you saw Sean Becker? Friend of the show, Sean Becker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, after he escorted me back to my shuttle, I, they just stopped by, and Felicia Day called him a gentleman for walking me back. Yes. So that was he nice. is a gentleman. Mm-hmm. And a scholar. <laughs> Dave, what about you? Um, Don't get him started. No. 
Dave will load his pictures onto some website. Yeah, I, I, I actually you know met a lot of guys, met a lot of people, met a lot of actors. A um, couple highlights for me was uh, obviously Robert Rodriguez. Um, that was definitely something I wanted to do, uh, to talk to him and, and meet him. That was cool. Um, also ran into Tyler Levine from uh, Reaper and uh, Mad Love. And um, Sons of Anarchy. And uh, I mean Sons of Tucson. Sons of Tucson. Alan Tunick from Transformers. I, I ran into uh, Ian Anthony away. Dale, <laughs> who plays uh, Simon Agent Simon Lee in the event, and also Scorpius in the new uh, Mortal Kombat Legacy. Okay, he was cool. Uh, Tyler Posey, who's the MTV's new Teen Wolf. Oh yeah, you yeah. I just bumping in. And, yeah, and I actually just go Teen Wolf, and he turns around. <laughs> and goes, What's up? <laughs> so <laughs> so, so I, subtle. So I got his attention that way. So I could have said Walter. Mm. I'm all like, hey, yeah, and he's all, hey, and so that was kind of cool. Uh, <laughs> um, what else? Uh, I don't know. Several of the people, like what Doug, about Doug the, Jones. What about the people you saw at uh, uh, Alexa Vega at the cha- the Childish Gambino show? Oh, and then we, uh, yeah, Billy and I bumped into uh, Joe McHale, Ken Jong, uh, pretty much the whole cast of, of Community uh, because they were there yeah. to watch uh, uh, Donald Glover perform uh, under his. Um, uh, alias uh, Childish Gambino, which was a, a full-on rap act that he did at House of Blues, which is awesome. Uh, I I made the mistake of walking through the Omni lobby and seeing Rick Fox, formerly of the Lakers. I wanted to throw up. No, it's not awesome. Nice. You know what was actually kind of cool, interesting? Can we was close that, on that note? Oh. Yeah? What were you going to say, David? No, is that while, while I was in line for some panel that uh, – um, Ryan Quantas or Jason Stackhouse was just had a b- baseball cap on in shades and was walking around like the lines, just kind of just cruising. That's how you do it. It's so cool. crowded, people can just sneak around. So. Yeah, it's like a, you know, two people are like, hey, it's, the guy, it's Jason Stackhouse, but he's kind of was walking off. Oh, I saw so. LL Cool J. What? Yeah, again, nice. saw him last year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I oh, I saw uh, David Lo Pan from Big Trouble in Little China. At the go. autograph I think thing? I said that I never already. even made it upstairs to the autograph of the He so is bummed. an awesome right. guy. I have an oh, excellent photo cool. with him. Okay, Lon, who did you see? And do I can wrap saw that up with that. Uh, Old Spice Guy. Uh, Chris Evans introduced Captain America when we saw it on Thursday. Did he yeah. say when Captain America throws his mighty shield? He did not. Um, I also met uh, Johnny Knoxville. Hey-o. Was a nice guy kicking back at our bar. Is that who just texted you? No. Yes. Um, uh, who else? Oh, Mike Judge was there. Andy Circus was there. Uh, Andrew WK, Excellent. who our friend Michelle thought was Russell Brand. <laughs> uh, she got really excited. She's all, "Isn't that the guy in that movie, Forgetting Sarah Jessica or something?" Yeah. And I went, "Yeah, Forgetting it is. Jessica Walters." <laughs> yeah. And uh, the big one for me was I got to meet a childhood hero. I met uh, Mike Patton, lead singer for Faith No More. Uh, and oh, I got to meet a childhood hero. I got to meet Stranko. Oh, He fantastic. was at the Arca- Arcania booth signing uh, the New Planet of the Apes book that he's fantastic cover for. Well, we had a, a wonderful time, all of us, and we're tired and we're back. And we hope that you who didn't get to go at home... Got to listen to this long-ass podcast and relive it through our eyes and enjoy it. Go to the Fanboy Planet website for more pictures and stories and additional coverage of Comic-Con 2011. It'll be fantastic. You'll be blown away. Anyways, uh, for Derek McCaw, I am Lon Lopez. 
I'm Stephanie Rodriguez. I'm David. A party is just a party. I'm Nate Costa. And I'm Rick Snyder. Reminding you. To remember. Use your powers. Only, only for, for good. For goods. Service. Bad, no one will ever hear that. <laughs> and thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.lukeski.com.